This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Every time I hear them talk about Doritos, all I want is some Doritos. Canton and Carlin on ESPN Radio. We're presented not by Doritos, but by Progressive Insurance. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He is Mike Wells. Triple H, say ESPN, the number if you want to jump in with us. 888-729-3776. You know, I love how everybody goes to the breaking news. Bryce Young is now signed, sealed, and delivered quarterback of the Carolina Panthers. One of the best things that the CBA did in 2011 when they signed it well is that we don't have all this cockamamie drama around how much rookies are going to sign for everybody knows everybody's going to get locked in their number and everybody's going to get to camp on time so it's not a surprise but it is pretty amazing the number one overall pick doesn't even have any competition in training camp bryce young's going to slide right on in there as the starting quarterback in carolina starting with week one yeah, there's none of this holdout trying to get more guaranteed money. Everything's set. And I remember when I first started uh, covering the NFL, the Minnesota Vikings, the whole holdout process of things. And was there really a threat for Bryce Young to not start? No, no. I, I don't – look, I don't know that it's a great idea for a rookie in general, but he's played so much college football I'm pretty sure he's going to be good from the jump. Now, does he have long-term staying power? I think that is debatable. Uh, I'm not worried about his size as a rookie. I'm worried about him holding up over the long haul in the NFL. You know, it's funny. Everybody's saying the Saints, like, as a playoff team, the best team in that division. I actually think Carolina has a chance to, to win that division and make the playoffs. They went on a run once they got rid of Baker Mayfield last year. Now, they are not one of my top five Super Bowl contenders but I do have that list ready to go as ESPN Radio ranks them. From the top five NFL quarterbacks. Burrow. Touchdown, what a start. Who actually has one of the prettiest balls I've ever caught in my life. To the top five NFL fan bases. Top We're ranking the top of everything in the NFL. This is ESPN Radio's Rank Them, the top five Super Bowl contenders. All right, well, I wanted to have a little different list than Wells had earlier in the show, but Wells' list was pretty chalky. Niners 5, Bills 4, Eagles 3, Bengals 2, and while wow, you went out on a limb putting the Kansas City Chiefs, the defending Super Bowl champs with Patrick Dang, Mahomes number one Aaron? on the list. I mean, you give me something spicy. I don't know. Uh, you were like, you're not wrong. You were like pooping on my list, man. I'm, take, I'm taking it personal, brother. All right, well, now you have a chance to poop on mine. I'll get mine started with the first at number five. Number five. All right, I got the Baltimore Ravens at five. You didn't have them in the mix. I think they ended up having a great offseason. They were worried about losing Lamar Jackson. They ended up getting him back. I think they've done some things to maybe finally settle their receiver position with Lamar. Now, they've got to keep him healthy. But they also have a kicker who's the real special teams weapon. I think the best one in the end. Would you rather think about this for a second, Wells? I won't have you answer this yet. Would you rather the best running back in the league or Justin Tucker? I might rather have the best closer in the NFL, the guy who booms the 66-yard field goals. I got the Ravens in at number five. Number four. Uh, number four, I agree with you. You had this team at fifth on your list. I, I think if the 49ers get anything close to competent quarterback play this year, they are the best team aside from quarterback. Their defense got better with the addition of Javon Hargrave from Philadelphia. They already have Nick Bosa, the best defensive player in football. They're really good at all levels of defense. 
and Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey is as good a running back receiver pair as there is in the NFL. The only question mark about this team is under center. And it makes me wonder if a QB ever came available, a veteran guy at the deadline, like is there any way a guy like that could be incorporated into their game? Or will Brock Purdy play and come back from the injury and play pretty well? Either way, I have enough respect for Kyle Shanahan. I got the 49ers at number four. Number three. All right, number three, I got uh, Cincinnati. Boy, the AFC North is just a gauntlet. Joe Burrow's really good. Jamar Chase is really good. T. Higgins is really good. Tyler Boyd's really good. And they got better. They improved on the offensive line. They are really good on defense. They have a really good defensive coordinator, Lou Anarumo. And I think they're going to be right there at the end. I mean, I could see back at Arrowhead, Bengals at Chiefs again for the AFC Championship. As much as it would bore me and disappoint me, I could definitely see it. Number two. Number two, I got Kansas City. Um, They deserve to be on the top five of this list. I don't know that they got better than last year. And last year, they were this close to being eliminated a couple of different times, especially with Patrick Mahomes and the way that ankle ended the season. They had some things break their way, including the fact that he could come back from that injury, for which he deserves a lot of credit. But I just have a feeling, you know, they've had these years where, like, a lot of things have gone right and broke their way. I don't know that that can happen every year. Chris Jones, great player on defense, doesn't get talked about enough. Number two, highest-ranking team in the AFC, I have the Chiefs. Number one. That means the Philadelphia Eagles are in the top spot. And I guess, Mike, here's the, the thought process, okay? I think they are vastly better than every other NFC team. I think they will cakewalk, waltz into the Super Bowl. And then in one game, anything could happen. And I I think their team, in certain respects, maybe did improve a little bit in certain areas uh, where I expect them to be better, including a very young quarterback who now is finally entering his prime for the first time, who I think is a bona fide MVP candidate. I think the Eagles could go 14-3, and 15-2, something like that. I think they could have a monster year in the regular season. I think the playoffs will run through their building. And because of that, they are my Super Bowl favorites. Again, my top five list. Baltimore 5, San Fran 4, Cincinnati 3, the Chiefs at 2, the Eagles at 1. Any surprise? I mean, the, the only change i had the ravens in the top five you had the bills in the top five i do not have buffalo something kind of smells a little funny i could be wrong but something smells a little iffy over there with the bills with the way that minicamp stefan diggs situation went you truly believe that lamar jackson is gonna come in motivated you just said a little while ago aaron Goldhammer, that lamar jackson has a Injury problems. Can he get through a full season? What do you think? Odell Beckham Jr. all of a sudden is going to look like he did um, years ago? You have a little too much faith in the Baltimore Ravens. I'm more on the, on the side of Lamar Jackson is just going to be a good quarterback. Um, I don't put, I'm don't. i not putting him in the upper echelon. I don't see him as an MVP candidate. And I just can't believe you let them off. I, I can't. Everybody's believing that Aaron Rod- the addition of Aaron Rodgers is going to make the New York Jets title contenders can Aaron Rodgers and the New York Jets first focus on trying to surpass 
the Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins in the AFC East before even thinking about being a title contending team. I, I, I agree. I think it's more likely they finish in third than they finish in first. And I've got doubts about how much Rodgers has left. I, I can't list them. Playoff contender, yes. But that's not what we're asking. This list is about the top five teams that could win the Super Bowl. And if I had to bet on it, I bet pretty good amount of money. Ravens, Niners, Bengals, Chiefs, Eagles, one of those five teams is going to win it all this year. Uh, it's gotten a little bit top heavy in the NFL. I, I think. I think. You know what? You really. You talk about how I went out on a limb. I mean, basically, our one, two, three are the same teams, not in the same order. Right. I just can't believe you think Philadelphia is going to have the motivation to come back and yeah. beat the yeah, Kansas City I, Chiefs. I think they're the best team in the league. I think they are top to bottom loaded. I love their quarterback. He blew me away with the way he played in the Super Bowl. He did every the, the fact that they lost that game had nothing to do with him. Well, he he was awesome. No, he he was he was the second best player in the Super Bowl. Unfortunately, the best player played his plays his same position, and he was on the other team. I I think Jalen Hurts. Way, I think he silenced a lot of people in the regular season. He silenced everybody in the Super Bowl. Yeah. That's how I look at what he's A lot of people, even me, I didn't take him super seriously until the very end of the year. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. All right, our next question here, our next topic, is about the Eagles versus the Chiefs. And I guess, Wells, I'm curious your reaction to, I, I said I thought the Eagles had a better chance to win the Super Bowl just because I think the Chiefs have so much more competition within their conference. I think the Eagles are far and away the best team in the NFC. Is that fair? Oh, God, yeah. yeah. And, and I'm not even saying it's the case by default either. They're just that good. People, of course, people say, well, the, yes, the NFC is down. The, the, the NFC is horrible. But even if the Cowboys looked like a good team or the Saints had um, uh, some play at quarterback or whatnot or mm-hmm. Tom Brady came back for another season with the Bucks, the Eagles are still the best team top to bottom. I think there's really the closest team to them it, um, are the San Francisco 49ers. And if they get their quarterback situation taken care of, they yep. could potentially make a run at the Eagles in the NFC. I'll give you a couple sleeper teams in the NFC. The Rams had everything go wrong last year. They still have Stafford, Cup, and Donald. Are we overlooking them as a potential NFC threat? Listen, they, there, there are no sleeper, sleeper teams. What they are, they're teams that are in straight, hardcore snoring mode, and you can't wake them up. That's how bad the rest of the conference is. You can't call them any sleeper teams. They are snoring teams that are not going to be woken up when you're in that deep sleep. Uh, Minnesota you don't take seriously? No, I'm just – Detroit, do you take – I think they're going to have the disappointment year, and I know everybody's fired up. You buy them? I'm I'm, I'm buying – in fact, I am going – this is my – I'm getting off the beaten path. The NFC North, this is Mm -hmm. what I am going with. Mm -hmm. Chicago Bears are going to win the division. Detroit Lions, second. Minnesota Vikings, third. And the Packers in last place without a franchise quarterback for the first time in 30 years. Last one, do you buy the Cowboys at all? You know, I feel like they'll beat Philly once, head-to-head. 
but come playoff time, th- their big addition this offseason was to get rid of Kellen Moore and replace him with Mike McCarthy, the head coach Colin plays. I just don't know that that's the change that they really I, – I don't know that Dak is capable of getting it done. Okay, here we go. This is this is where I put the Dallas Cowboys. There's better. They, there is a better chance of uh, me grabbing a Ziploc baggie mm-hmm. and putting in the baggie a mixture of salt and vinegar chips and Cool Ranch Doritos. Doritos. There's a better chance of me sitting there eating that for a week straight than the Dallas Cowboys being a contending team. All right. And for those who don't, and those who don't know, I can't stand either one of those chips. Uh, they're both elite level chips. I ate half a bag of the salt and vinegars, and my breath smells terrible right now. But the nice thing is, over the radio, you can't smell someone's breath. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. I'm Aaron Goldhammer with Mike Wells. All right. You threw this out earlier. I wanted to dig in with you a little bit deeper on it. Uh, you called Mahomes a top five all time quarterback already. Please explain yourself because he probably has at least another 10 years of football to play. Listen, what Patrick Mahomes has done since entering the league, since taking over the starting job for the uh, Kansas, from Alex Smith and the Kansas City Chiefs, is he's been to what? He's been to two Super, what three Super Bowls, right? Yep, two and um, one in the Super Bowl, and with two and one in the Super Bowl, four straight AFC Championship games, and he has thrown for at least four thousand yards in every year since becoming the full time starting quarterback for him. And you can't a guy that is two and one in Super Bowl appearances through his first six years in the NFL, and you alluded to it. He's only twenty seven years old. He'll be he'll be twenty eight in September. He's got so much more great football ahead of him. Let's just say he plays ten more seasons. Mm-hmm. And as long as Andy Reid is the head coach with him, and Patrick Mahomes can stay healthy, he I'm not gonna say he's gonna surpass Tom Brady when it comes to Super Bowl titles, but I can expect. At least two more Super Bowl titles for the Kansas City Chiefs, including the potential winning one next season. How many other quarterbacks can you say can throw for that many yards, can scramble yep. and be yep. that, that you know be a point? I call it a point guard. He can go. He can throw the ball with the left. He can lay it up with the left hand. He can lay it up with the right hand. He yep. is just a magician out there in the football field. Mike, I respect what you're saying. I just think that there are enough great players whose career story has already been told. You know, uh, I don't know that I could put Patrick Mahomes ahead of John Elway. I mean, maybe by the time we're done, we could put Patrick Mahomes ahead of Peyton Manning and John Elway. But I don't know that I'm doing it yet because I think he still has to prove that he can keep this up for a while. Right. You know, everybody overlooks. And I try to become somebody who has a little bit of history in his game as a host and talking about perspective of things. I mean, Otto Graham changed the way the position was played. Guys like that get overlooked constantly. Um, now, would I say I think he's better than Brett Favre ever was? I would. But I don't know that I could put him top five all time just because you know we're talking about guys who have a full career arc story already told. Mahomes is, you know, still just a little and if something were to happen and I'm not wishing this where he falls off or has a massive injury, then I think he would fall out of the all time top five conversation. Okay, so all right. You don't agree with me, which is understandable. That, that that's what makes um you and I working well together. Uh why we work well together, because we don't always agree on things. Mm-hmm. So give me your top five quarterbacks all time in NFL history. Well, Tom Brady's gotta be number one and I think that's undisputable. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think Joe Montana's got to be two, and that's undisputable. For my money, the number of Super Bowls he made, even though he lost a bunch of them, I would have John Elway third. I think Dan Marino doesn't get enough credit for as good as he was, but I'd take Peyton Manning over him. And so I'd probably go Manning four, and then maybe Marino slides in there fifth. I don't ring count as much as people do. I know you got to have championships to be a great player, and a lot of people say that, whatever. I don't blame Dan Marino for the fact that the Dolphins never won a Super Bowl during his tenure. And I'm old enough to remember what it was like to try to beat a team of his in the regular season or the playoffs. And it was always a nightmare because you knew he was going to come out firing. So I've got him in my all-time top five. And I think Peyton Manning belongs there, too. Oh, let me see. I'm trying to think. What did I have? I had Tom Brady, number one. Joe Montana, number two. Uh, what did I, and then, uh, who am I miss? Yeah. Peyton at number three, Patrick Mahomes at number four. Yeah. And I do agree that, um, John, I will put John Elway at number five, slightly ahead of Dan Marino. Yeah. Can you believe Denver Broncos have two of the top five quarterbacks play for their team and neither Green Bay guy we have in our top five. I think both Rodgers and Favre have sort of similar-ish resumes, uh, although Favre did make it to two Super Bowls, and Rodgers only made it to one. Speaking of Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers or LeBron, which aging star has the best chance of winning another title? We get to it after Mike has this word from our friends at NHTSA. We all know about the speed of sound, but have you ever thought about the sound of speeding? If you drive over the speed limit, there are lots of sounds that you might hear. You could hear the sound of your vehicle crashing, the sound of first responders desperately trying to save you. You can even hear the sound of people crying at a funeral. Because if you drive over the speed limit, you could damage, you, you could do damage just beyond your repair. One way or another, speeding catches up with you. Paid for by NHTSA. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors... You're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antscape presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Death is the only punishment here. Now streaming, FX's Shogun. My master asks, what do you seek here? 
to vanquish our common enemies. Based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic saga of war, passion, and power. That's it, come. FX's Shogun, now streaming on Hulu. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. The New York Jets open training camp for the first day of the rest of our lives with Aaron Rodgers. It's been like a dream month so far. I have an excitement about coming down Jets Drive. I think he's a man on a mission right now. Win the Super Bowl or shut up. J-E-T-S! Jets! 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 Guess what? It's ESPN Radio. We're going to talk about Aaron Rodgers again. Canty and Carlin. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He is Mike Wells. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. You can tweet us. I'm at HammerNation19. You can follow Mike at Mike Wells NFL. A Rod is on a bit of a media tour right now. And one of the big questions about this whole thing in New York, and of all the things in sports, I'm so fascinated to see how this is going to work out. Like, you'd think we'd all be sick of this by now. But I still want to hear every interview and every time he makes a comment. One of the most pressing questions is, is he just going to play one year for the Jets? Or does he have, unlike Brett Favre, multiple seasons in New York in him? Hmm. 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 I hope he plays multiple seasons. In fact, I love how everything is so rosy for Aaron Rodgers. We know the slightest misstep by Aaron Rodgers Uh at any point this season in that market, the New York market, he's going to be eaten alive. And this is no offense to our good friend Rob Domoski and the rest of the Green Bay media, but New York media compared to Green Bay media is completely different. He'll be on the Aaron Rodgers will be on the back page of the New York post for tripping over Uh a curb for doing anything inappropriate and while it's not a big deal it looks like the headlines will be great yes um he's having to answer those questions during his wednesday media press conferences or after games and he won't be able to be he won't be able to get away with being agitated or being a jerk to the media because they will attempt to eat him alive if that's the case yeah, I think it's going to be a, a cocktail made in heaven or hell, depending upon which way you see it. Uh, I just love the tabloid of it, and I'm fascinated to see how he plays with that level of spotlight on him now this late in his career, trying to snag one more Super Bowl or at least get back there to try to enhance his legacy. Now, he did a little interview on DNR 98.7 ESPN Radio, our station in New York City, and he talked about what his long-term future as an NFL player really looks like. You know, the Jets gave up a lot for me. So, you know, to just play one year I think would be a disservice. Now, if that one year turns out to be a magical year, who knows? But it's more than that, it's how my body feels. I So he's saying there if he ends up winning the Super Bowl that he's definitely riding off into the sunset? And I, I think he should, that what quite I'm honestly, take Aaron, away from that clip? Yeah. yeah. Aaron, if, if, if he leads the New York Jets to the Super Bowl in his first season there after getting traded from the Green Bay Packers, heck yeah. That's called a Broadway ending right there if he were to lead yeah. the Jets to the Super Bowl. He should go ahead and strut on down, down Times Square with a Super Bowl if, if, and say, I'm done. And, yeah. he, and, you know, I know Pat McAfee is joining our network and everything, but, you know, go ahead and uh, end it your way, Aaron. 
but we've already yeah. talked about how they're not a super, super they weren't in our top five I, uh, I, look, uh, I, I don't I don't think so although when the season starts unpredictable wild things happen in the NFL I guess I wouldn't put anything past them you know I would believe that they could have a good regular season what I wouldn't believe is that Rodgers would step up and play great in the playoffs because I just think he hasn't done that in recent vintage Robert Sala head coach of the Jets he weighed in on this issue. Does Rodgers have to make a commitment beyond just this year to your team and your organization? You know, I don't think he needs to. He, you know, I, I don't even want to back him to a corner and make him commit to something like that. I just want him to have fun and know that he, when he walks in this building to, to let loose, have a little bit of fun, BS with the guys, come in, come in the office, come talk to us, and just enjoy playing football. And uh, odds are, if you enjoy playing football, you're going to want to keep doing it. And, uh, but, yeah, I'm not, I wouldn't put pressure on him to commit to something like that anyway, but I'd be shocked if, it's, if he doesn't play multiple years. I mean, he looks like a little kid out there. Well, see, I he thought he was really that. detached from the. Pa- I, I know, I know. I thought he was really detached from the Packers last year, and it is at least good to see that he seems to be reinvigorated, at least at this point, as a member. That now I'm not going to give the guy any standing ovations for forty million dollars or fifty million or whatever he's making for showing up at some off-season workouts and having a good attitude in July. <laughs> Okay, let me see how he handles it when they hit a little patch of adversity. To your point, because they're the Jets, you know they're going to run into some ridiculous adversity here at some point. Yeah, I, I, it, honestly, it's been great to see Aaron Rodgers show some personality because yeah. I felt like he was kind of moody the last couple of years in Green Bay. I felt like Unhappy, he was moody. Miserable. He, yeah. Yes. He was even moody on Tuesdays when he would show up on the Pat McAfee show. He was he came across while he and Pat got along great. When he answered questions, his answers yeah. were very standoffish. It was yeah. like I, I, I felt sorry I think, for the Green Bay writers who had to watch him on Tuesdays. I was like, there's no way in hell that I want to watch that. I mean, he had the whole COVID fiasco with the vaccination piece, and I think that that just – it annoyed everybody around him, and then it also in turn annoyed him. And then I think now because he's in a new market, he feels like he can pretty much totally move past that. Do you think the Jets should play him in the preseason? Because nope. other than with Lazard – hang on. Can I make the case? Lazard and uh, Randall Cobb, he knows. The line, he doesn't. Garrett Wilson, he doesn't. Brees Hall, he doesn't. This is a brand new system for him in the sense that he was not with Nathaniel Hackett last year. Now, obviously, they have some history. I think you got to get a little bit on field time. For You say no snaps until Buffalo. Yep. I, I do not believe he – because they're going to have – they have joint practices with the – they got joint practices with the Carolina Panthers and also with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. There's no need – those practices will be – there's reduced. There's little. It reduces the chance of Aaron Rodgers getting injured. Let him play in the joint practices. Do not play in the preseason. Um, don't let it happen. I can't believe we have not discussed this. Um, speaking of Aaron, we have not talked about this. Aaron Goldhammer. Yeah. Do we think Hard Knocks is going to be a distraction for the Aaron Rodgers and the Packers this year? Um, I don't think so because from what I'm hearing, they're not going to let Hard Knocks hardly anywhere. Uh, not no cameras in the room when guys get cut. I don't know about meetings. I think the Jets are going to have a lot of say about what does and does not air. And my guess is it might feel different for the first week or two around the building. But I think that those guys will pretty quickly assimilate. 
And, you know, no Hard Knocks team has ever, what, won the Super Bowl, but I don't know that the show in and of itself really dictates how a team's season goes. You know what I mean? So I I think they'll be okay on that front. I, I just think more than anything else, some live reps, you know, with this guy and his brand new wide receivers would be a good idea. I Otherwise, you risk the slow start, and then I think that would be a bigger distraction uh, than, than the hard knocks cameras would be. Do you think it's going to be an issue? Uh, no. Um, I think with Rodgers being a veteran, I don't think it will be a big deal. I know with the Colts a couple years ago, it, was, it turned out to be a flat-out disaster because a lot, there was a lot of fakeness. Yeah, by people in front of the cameras, and and of course that was the year Carson Wentz was in town, and the whole vaccination status was a big deal. But I think with Rodgers, I don't think it will be. Yeah, I I I'm in, enter, interested to watch the first episode, but I, I I think the whole hard knocks thing, the rhythm of it, you know, the guy you think might make the team, but he ends up getting cut. The Here's the backup quarterback and what life is like for him. There's certain storylines that we've just seen over and over. I'm interested to see how they tell this story, especially since the Jets definitely don't want them there. Um, We made this Rodgers-LeBron conversation, like the aging star who has the most left. Um, We talked about it in terms of winning a championship, but who do you think has the brighter future? Uh, Obviously, LeBron's the better player. I mean, there's no conversation that Aaron Rodgers is the greatest quarterback of all time. Uh, the brighter future between LeBron and Aaron Rodgers? Yes. Who's got the brighter future? I mean, they're both old, quite honestly. So I, can't, I don't think, I don't like the word brighter future with a bunch of aging guys, um, especially two aging guys who have flirted with the R word, retirement, in recent years. But I, I do, but I'm going to go with LeBron and the LA Lakers yeah, with, the, I, with the brighter future. I would too. I think the Lakers, you know, they made the conference finals last year. The, the Jets, Aaron Rodgers, oh my goodness, didn't even make the playoffs, the team he quarterbacked last year. So I would agree with you there. Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Up next, I have a play of the night, and I've been hot recently. Not. I missed like seven straight. So do the opposite of whatever I say. And we'll get to three and out. If your favorite NFL team happened to play at three o'clock in the morning, would you wake up and watch live or would you DVR? We debate next. Canty and Carlin. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He's Mike Wells on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. Time to earn some cash. The taste of money, the smell of wealth. Canty and Carlin's best play of the night. The taste of money. All right, I'm doing something really reckless here with the play of the night. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He is Mike Wells. Am I totally out of my gourd for thinking that the U.S. might get off to a slow World Cup start against Vietnam? The tie is plus 8000 You bet $100 to win eight grand if you just bet a tie. Now, I don't think it's they're going to lose okay, to Vietnam, but could there be a 0-0 tie? It's soccer. Of course there could be a 0-0 tie. Give me the tie tonight. United Aaron? States, Vietnam in a draw. Yes. Aaron? You got you you and I got off on the wrong foot to start the show at three o'clock. Please, let's not end on a horrible note together. We've had I honestly I think we have had a heck heck of a show outside of your chip take and this take. So please 
don't 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 ask a crazy question again, please. I don't or know give if us I've a ever horrible seen take. Well, anything like this. The USA women to score three or more goals in the first half is minus one forty-five. Holy it's cow! It's minus money that they're going to score three or more. They expect this to be. I mean, like eight to nothing, eleven to one, something along those lines. I'm mad because my 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 uh, Fox is uh, blacked out here. So on is my, mine my, on my is direct that, TV. When I is hate that going to get corrected. They're you killing know. me on this. I wanted. I want. In fact, I was in Hawaii during the Women's World Cup final, and my son and I got up at five in the morning to watch that game. Oh, but they're funny. And now I can't, I, can't, I can't even watch it at 9 p.m. when it's getting near my bedtime. <laughs> funny you mention that because it's kind of one of our topics as we go three and out. Sometimes it's the worst. Worst. Sometimes it's the best. Best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is Three and Out. Well, the Open Championship is this weekend with three and out. It's part of our weekend preview brought to you by Geico. Switch to Geico today. See all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com to get a rate quote and start seeing how much you could save today. I have buddies who woke up at 3 o'clock in the morning today to watch the Open Championship. 3 a.m. Central Time. Gabe Neitzel, I hosted ESPN Radio with yesterday, said that he was awake 3.30 to watch the... Now, let's say your favorite. Who is your favorite football? Are, are you a Colts fan, would you say, no. Noah Wells? Or? No, I, I'm a favorite player fan. So uh, if somebody, a certain player is playing, I may get up, but it would have to take a lot. I mean, ever since they, since they uh, invented DVRs, that really has helped out yeah. my ability to go to bed and not worry about missing anything. Yeah, I'm a good fan. My team's playing at 3 a.m. I'm getting up and watching them. I'll, I'll, I'll sleep when I'm dead. You know, I, I don't know. I, I no, don't, I don't. see, I just can't look at Twitter, though. I can't look at social media. I can't be That's on the, the internet. Problem. See, if, it used uh, to be you could DVR tape a something. game. It used to be you could tape a game on your little VHS thing using a VCR Plus or whatever, and then nobody would spoil it for you because uh, there was no phone sitting in your hand. Your buddies weren't texting you about it. Either you watch it live or you don't watch it at all. Okay. In my experience is how this so goes. So you would get up at 3 a.m.? Totally. If the Browns were playing a game at 3 a.m., if the Broncos were playing a game at 3 a.m., if the Nuggets were playing a marquee game at 3 a.m., I would absolutely set my alarm and I'd be up and at them out of bed. Honestly... There's only two situations where I would get up at 3 a.m., and the Super Bowl is not one of them. I lived in Germany when I was in elementary school for four years, and we used to have to get up. I used to beg my parents to let me stay up late to be able to watch games in the middle of the night. Now, I'd rather sleep. I need as much sleep as possible, but I would watch LeBron in a Game 7 of an NBA Finals live at 3 in the morning, Okay, and I would watch Tiger Woods in the final round of a major at 3 a.m. Those are the only two times I wow. would get up at 3 a.m. to watch a sport. Wow. You are – I think I'm a better sports fan than you. Darvin Ham said that LeBron could play in the NBA until he's 50. Well, could people stop with this? 
when LeBron's 50, he's going to be owning a team in the NBA, not playing in the NBA. Get yeah, out I of mean, here. He, he's going to own an NBA team, a soccer team. He's going to own so much. A pickleball uh, team, an NFL yeah. team, you know, a, a race car team. There was some sport I've never even heard of. They just gave Tom Brady a team just because, he, you know, he's getting it on the act with everything. WNBA. He's owning team all over the place. He said at this stage, what he's doing is unprecedented. I agree with that, but it's 12 more years until he's 50. Holy cow. Come okay, on. I'm, hey, I'm not getting up to what. Now, you know what? If it's a game seven and LeBron James is 50 years old, I'm definitely getting up <laughs> and watching him at 50 years old because that means he's still playing at a high level. And it, we, I think you and I can agree. You've watched LeBron James in Cleveland when he played there. I've, I, my first year covering the NBA was when LeBron's rookie year. And I spent 10 years covering the NBA. LeBron James is an incredible athlete. But now let's not talk outlandish, make yeah. crazy statements, and think yep. he can play at 50. Uh, slam ball debuts tonight. Are you going to be watching guys jumping off trampolines for flying flip dunks, one of the most entertaining non-ish sports that has ever happened. Well, because here I'm 46 years old, my knees ache, I've torn my Achilles twice, I can't do it, my stomach can't handle it, because every time somebody lands, I'm going to cringe and say, please, hopefully you're healthy. So, no, I'm not watching it. That might be something that I would consider DVRing, because I have work to do tonight. I have made a promise to you and to Shannon. Yes! I'm going to eat, and then I'm going to watch for the first time the movie Friday. You've got Joe and Amber. They are coming your way next. This has been Canty and Carlin with Hammer and Wells on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.